Bam, we're live. Is the commercial uploaded? It is. Pee break in place? Let me double check. We're set. You can go um, pee right now. <laughs> who was that Justin Cotler's wife who 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 texted us? Mm-hmm. Talk about thoughtful. Talk about thoughtful. What's her name? Yeah. Ashley, I think. Oh, I hope I didn't screw that up by just shooting off the hip. Uh underdog ath- underdogs athletics where Ricky Garrard uh gets his training periodically pops in throughout the year uh and trains with Justin Kotler and the um and, and you know the former home of uh Bethany Shadburn, Carrie Pierce, Daniel Brandon, uh Delugos. Uh did Annika Greer ever end up going there? No, I think she's in Florida now. Annika Greer. Um anyway, uh so that's where Ricky that's Ricky's home base, that's his team. And I guess um, they knew that he was coming on the show today and they saw that um, he was having some airline issues and she was kind enough to hit the podcast up, give us a heads up. Hashtag crazy thoughtful. Yeah. Thank you, Ashley. Thank God some people have the confidence and wherewithal to swerve out of their lane and go the extra mile. Yeah, that was super (laughs) cool. Uh, It is it is crazy. No, I was going to jerk myself off. It's too early in the show to do that. Uh, we had uh, we had Jared Grabiel on this morning to talk about the Zello games. I'm more confused than ever, but um, <laughs> I will say this about it. Um, the event, what I learned today, and I when he said it, I know he's explained it to me several times, um, and I was glad he, he was patient and, and to explain it to me again. But the they're going to announce the workouts, then they're going to have the event, and the event isn't um, like the the culmination or the climax to crown the champion. The event is at the beginning, so you can see badasses do the workout, and then you can jump in. And there's eleven classes, and we will be trying to cover that event, and it will be experimental. And even if it's a shit show, um, excuse me, you will love it, and it'll be fun because Brian will have a meltdown, and we'll all get to see it. <laughs> right <laughs> victor thank you i'm trying to crush it you know uh, uh i called susan i said hey i got tons of live calling notes and he goes let's do it and i go do you think we should do it he goes i'm not weighing in i go you ready he's all i'm fucking ready i said all right i'm fucking ready too let's rock and roll i don't think we're gonna get to a live calling show for at least four or five six days i panic when there's no live calling shows lined up because my notes just keep building and building also, uh, after the last live call-in show, Matt Souza um, pulled me aside by my ear and said, hey, that one was a little dark. A little, a little, I don't know if you used the word dark. What Do you remember what word you used? I, I just said, you know, every time we have a heavy uh, topic or two, we got to mix some comedy in there. A little heavy. That's all. Yeah. So we had the show with the, with, the, with the lady screaming at the kids. And like, that was the first time I saw people in the comments go, I'm out. <laughs> uh, they've been, topics have been heavy. And thank you. Uh, I love the shirt too. Oh, you know what else I love? But we'll get to that in a minute. My hard copy has oh, arrived. Our very own Heidi Kroon. Yep. Holy smokes. Awesome. And um, and uh, so so then we did that show. And then the next show, you know, I, I just get on my high horse and I, I just freak out about um, – I start obsessing on uh, – sexualization of kids the uh, the the the, basically this i don't know any other way to put it but this fascist movement um, being driven by the left to just convince people that they're doing the right thing in in the name of hurting people like it somehow helps pushing racism the hatred 
towards just peop- all the different people out there, the delusion of gender. So I kind of get crazy. Content has been crazy. Good, good today. Killing it. Jason, thank you. I, um, I appreciate the, 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 the Canadian, uh, loot, uh, tremendously. I appreciate all the money you guys have donated tremendously. It really, really does help. It really, 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 really does help. You guys, um, yeah, I, I, I don't want to go into details because I want you guys to think I'm a super baller, but um, it uh, it really does. You, you guys, uh, everyone's been very generous and uh, the support from just from the locals that hang out here, Bruce Wayne, JB Lat- Jamie Latmere, uh, Miss Riddow, Ken uh, Walters, Kenneth DeLapp. I don't see him in here now. Shame on him. He better be doing burpees. Um, uh, oh, I see, I see, I see a, a new dude in here. I don't, have I seen you before? Auden Macau. Uh, awesome. You guys are dope. I just caught up last night watching six hours plus crying for two more after Kim's show and now six more hours behind. It looks like from today. Uh, yeah, today was a wild ride. I I got pretty fired up that, uh, Ariel rich and, um, uh, Nick Matthew came on and there was a comment today. I cannot believe how masculine rich is. Uh, from Jeff Baco, and that kind of made my day. I'm going to give that the comment of the week. He kind of transcends even masculinity. I'm looking at I'm looking at our numbers. The numbers are off the hook. Oh, I'm going to turn a monetization on for Ricky Garrard while I'm here. Oh, I'm going to turn oh, it on for the goodness. live call-in show while I'm here. Oh boy, <laughs> what a mess! What a mess! Twelve likes already. Thank you. And. uh we are off to the races. This is going to be a wild show. Some of you who maybe were turning in for games stuff and uh, have not heard the live call show before, brace yourself. Uh, we, this is show is not for the um, – this is for the enlightened, unoffendable love bugs of the world. I'll pull up my draft of today's notes. I got my 32 pages here. Holy cow, I'm burning <laughs> through paper like crazy. You got a book going now. I do. Uh, and, and Heidi, I want to tell you, you, you have inspired me. You have inspired me. You have truly inspired me. We will get to that. Q Jeff finally caught alive. Awesome. Glad you're here. Okay. Uh, let's go with, um, number 12, number 12. I swear I tried to put, so listen, if this show does not have a lot of comedy in it, that means I'm just like, like I'm one of those people who just can't like, um, I'm like one of those people that eat seven donuts and you're like, how many do you eat? I'm like one. Like I just, <laughs> I, have, I don't have the, just uh, ignore it. yeah. Mike, the sauce. Oh, Mike sour, Mike, the sour. Um, okay. That, here, uh, uh, here we go. And, um, here we go. Echo, echo. I just, just preemptive echo attack. Preemptive echo attack. If money stop you from speaking from your heart, you're not a, you're not a real man. You part man, part puppet. If you got something on your heart that you feel right, but you can't see it because you think somebody gonna harness you, whatever you got going in some kind of way. But that's not a real man. 
I'm struggling with this. What this guy is saying is that if you have something on your heart and you don't express it, you're not a real man. I'm surrounded by a lot of people who are really close to me. Uh, all people that I think you guys know <clears throat> who know the truth. They know what's going on uh, in so many ways, and they're avoiding talking about it so that they don't get kicked off of platforms. And I'm, I'm, I'm processing it. You know, I go back and forth. You guys have heard it before. Are you a, an accomplice? Or are you a victim? And you know, the dogmatic side of me is like, "Hey, you're a victim. You're you're an accomplice because um, you can't you can't blame other people." Uh, but uh, I it, I it's hard. It's hard. I have really close friends. Um, you know, the, the the schooling thing is just a perfect example of just the my friends who I know who know are still continuing to send their kids to schools where they're, where they're being indoctrinated, sexualized and taught to hate people based on the color of their skin. It's a uh, stuff. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's a trip. It's a trip, but, but, but I, but I wanted to give you that guy's, that guy's basically saying like, if you have something heavy on your heart, um, wait, Sevon, do you know who that guy is? Oh, the guy saying that? No. But but the guy whose Instagram account that's on, why is he some famous rapper or something? Racist, racist, basketball player, racist, racist. Um, uh, the guy who the the that's a rapper whose Instagram account that is, and I think that guy's coming on the show November third. Yep. Uh, who is that, Bam? Do we know who that? You want to tell me? Will you pull that up again and see if there's a link to who that artist is? He's a rapper. Bruce Wayne says he's a rapper. I could tell by his vernacular. There's not a nothing's tagged, and it doesn't seem like there's anything obvious as to who that is. But he's on drink drink tramps. That's that's drink tramps podcast. Oh, he's so he's a rapper. Yeah, Bruce Bryson is coming on, Uh, but that wasn't Bryson who was talking. Oh, here we go. No, that wasn't Bryson who was talking. No. Uh, boozy. Oh, boozy. Boozy badass. I don't. mm, I don't know. Oh, he did get banned from IG. Well, shit. Good on him. Well, there you go. So he's he's already been banned. He, so he's in the same camp as me. You know what's funny is two years ago I would tell people in my circle who that I was getting shadow banned, and and behind my back there was like a group of my homies who were like, "Hey, Sevon's losing his shit. Like he's gone off the deep end." Because they thought I was making that up. They thought shadow banned was fake. And now anyone, you know, now twenty of you, and it's fine. I'm not complaining about this at all. But twenty of you day a day send me a picture of how you tried to tag me and you couldn't. So, Kenneth Delap, I said hi to you before you were here. Bam. Mm. Okay, uh, yeah. number thirteen. I don't know what politician this is. I apologize. Maybe, maybe uh, Susan will tell us. Um, but uh, uh, here, here we go about our friend Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Echo. Echo. You mean to tell me that? Joe Biden, who was then was a former vice president of the United States, then candidate for the presidency of the United States, now president of the United States, had no idea that his son was engaged in the sale of a cobalt mine to a Chinese company at the same time when the centerpiece of Joe Biden's energy policy is electric cars in the United States and more green technology. I mean, come on, folks, that is just crazy. Hunter Biden was readily involved in the transactions dealing with Chinese companies for a mineral that is critical to the Democrat agenda with respect to the Green New Deal. 
If Congress should not investigate what's going on between Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, then I don't even know what we're doing here, folks. We might as well just wait till the midterms are over. I yield back. I want to I want to point something out. No one is denying this. They're just not covering it. No one is denying this. It is crazy. I also uh, recommend you read the book, uh, A Laptop from Hell. It is uh, freakish. As you guys know, some of you know, uh, when uh, Trump was running against uh, Biden and uh, they found uh, Hunter Biden's laptop, a stack of them was dropped off at a computer store. Hunter dropped them off to be repaired. The guy who was repairing them turned them into the FBI. The FBI said that they were not real laptops, that they were created by uh, the Russians to try to affect the election. And then about six months ago, and even the New York Times was saying shit like that. And then six months ago, uh, everyone said, yep, those are the real laptops. I mean, obviously, they were the real laptops. Interesting. Yes. So and and the stuff on there is just is just the most corrupt shit you could ever imagine. Please, if you, if you want to read something, just get the audiobook and listen to it. it it's, it's nuts. OK, anything funny yet? I, I don't think so. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Okay. These haven't been. These are these are uh, informative here. They're not that heavy. Okay, good. Not too. Uh, okay, as we go, as we go through Instagram news. Uh oh, I don't know if you guys saw this today, but New York City made a mistake. They are going to have to pay back pay. New York City ordered by by court to reinstate all those fired over covid vaccine mandates holy shit and then look and, and then look though then there's an asterisk though vaccination should be encouraged by public employees should not have here we go here we go let's oh get busy goodness. let's get busy yes caller hi hello hello okay thank you very much for calling and uh you should see a dentist <laughs> Oh, look, my phone still says drop in cover. Well, did you see this? You, you were on that show earlier when the earthquake hit? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it shake in your studio, but I didn't feel it out here. Uh, scroll down a little. And you're not even that far from me. You're 70 miles away. Yeah, 50. Yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't feel it. Feel it. You're only 50 miles door to door. Yeah, I think that's what it said last time when I brought up on but GPS. It, but it feels like 200 because of traffic. Yeah, on Tuesday, yeah. the New York Supreme Court ruled the New York City must reinstate all employees that were fired because of their vaccination status. The order, order also states that for those fired, back pay must be issued. Uh, scroll down a little bit more, please. There's a there's something pretty cool down in here. Keep going. Um, stop. That's good. Uh, based upon the petitioners. Let me try to see if I can get it in tighter. Hello, caller. Yo, Savon, what up, my guy? Just doing my thing. Just doing my thing. Yes, yes, indeed, my guy. I'm just showing some love, man. Love the podcast. Uh, love what you're doing out here, man. You are a good freaking dude. Thank you. I appreciate it. I felt that in in my um in my heart that I'm not even really aware <laughs> that I have. <laughs> Side note: I live in a, I live in Utah now, mm-hmm. and you taught me what soaking was, which I didn't know before, mm-hmm. and yeah major laugh <laughs> oh good i good. can't stop messing with people now <laughs> I'm, I'm glad i was uh, able to enlighten you about your local citizens in your state soaking <laughs> oh yeah man appreciate you bro keep killing it man cheers thank you yeah um the 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 shiz 
all are scared should watch the clip of Biden getting his 10th booster and telling others to do the same after he declared declared it's over. Really? His 10th? Please don't tell. Please tell me. You're, that's <laughs> hey. That seems aggressive. I'm a pussy. What do you mean? We already, we already established that. We are, we, I don't do anything. You're just racist, man. Keep it racist, though, he said. I can't, I can't hear him. Why'd you hang up on me? I didn't hang up that time. Um, Ken, Sevon can definitely bench 175. Please. Of course. I got tatitos. Tatitos. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go back to uh, the New York City made a mistake on. Oh, here we go. Back again. Okay. Add to your story. Uh, oh. You good, man. You good. I love you so much, man. I love you too. Have a good day, Bobo. Thank you. We're gonna go live together. Okay. I love you. I'll give you some. What's the Popeye? Okay. What's the Popeye? Uh huh. Get on your life, Nada. Okay. Um, call me later after the show. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Okay. Uh, fourteen. Bye. New York. New York made a mistake. There was something in here I wanted to read to you guys. Uh, based upon the petitioner's vague denials of their exemptions, the fact that they were kept at full duty for several months while their exemptions were pending, the mayor's executive order granting exemptions to certain classes of people, and the lifting of the private sector mandate, this court finds the commissioner's order of October 20th, 2021, and December 13th, 2021, as well as the mayor's executive order number 62 to be arbitrary and capricious. Capricious. That's a new one. Yeah, please. Can we? Yes. Thank you. Here we go. Learning a new word. Capricious. I have not seen the uh, Katy Perry uh, video going around. She's the one that she did the one that sung the song. She wants to kiss a girl. I want to kiss a girl or something. She she kissed the girl and she liked it. Oh, she kissed the girl and she liked it. That's how I remember her. Uh, (laughs) Capricious. Given to sudden and unaccountable changes of mood or behavior. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I mean, here's the here's the part that's scary. Who cares about the vaccine or not the vaccine? How are our leaders putting into action things that they know go, go, <laughs> oh, go, go against our constitutional rights? Like they mm. know better. Hey, dude, if you keep calling, I'm going to start using your name. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because I can see your name. My phone tells me your name. You want your name out there? <laughs> He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> These listeners are vicious. Uh, Sevon, I actually get to see some of your IG posts on my feed again. Maybe that's the sign the blue check mark might come back. Oh, well, that would be. I ordered you to take part in an experimental drug treatment. Yes, I ordered you to take part in an experimental drug treatment for your own good. And I did it. <laughs> I. Tomorrow's tomorrow's guest is going to be dope. You guys are going to love him. He's a he's a he's like a, a mini uh, Greg Glassman when it comes to um, some of the awareness about the replication crisis, and uh, he he's fascinating. Okay, uh, number fifteen, Kanye. Oh boy, there's a lot there, huh? Kanye. Here we go. Watch it. Oh, this is his hit job. 
Uh, it's titled. It's titled. I have a question for black folk. This video. Wait, is Action. that the right one? Was that the right one? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, yes. okay, okay. Sorry, yes. I apologize. Did you hear that text just come in? I did. Okay. Wondering what phone that is. Okay, action. In American history, one of the largest Hollywood talent agencies just cut ties with Kanye West. Def Jam just cut ties with Kanye West. This is crazy. And the craziest one of all, Adidas is planning to cut ties with Kanye West. So for all y'all pro-black people, I have a question. Are y'all seriously about to allow an industry of non-black people cancel not only a black man, but the one of the most successful black men in the country um, that they can't control because he says something y'all don't like? So y'all siding with the... Okay, okay. We're watching one of the craziest hit jobs in American... Who are the three companies? Adidas? Uh, t- what, I wonder what talent agency he's talking about. Is he talking about WME? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not familiar with it. But yeah, his Def Jam Records, Adidas, and I think it's that third one. Uh, to type it, I wonder what the CEO of Def Jam looks like. I think Death Row used to be Suge Knight, right? That was him. Mm-hmm. And Def Jam used to be, oh, uh, God, I can't believe I forget his name. Wait, is that really him? Oh, interesting. The CEO of Def Jam, I think, got in trouble for CEO of the Def founder. Jam Paul Rosenberg. <laughs> ah, yeah, that's the guy that um, Eminem makes, uh, like, has some skits about. Crazy, 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 crazy. Oh, man. This guy. This guy is ca- trying to cancel Kanye. Uh, best known as the agent of manager of American rapper Eminem. Paul Rosenberg is an ama- American racist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, isn't that interesting? Def Jam got Whitey at the helm. Okay, let's look at the CEO of Adidas. <laughs> Not that I give a fuck about his color, but just ch- fact-checking Mr. Um, Bryson. That's the guy that's coming on the show, by the way. Gap also dropped him. Well, Gap's just crazy. Whoa. Oh, Casper <laughs> Rorsted. Admiral Casper Rorsted. Uh, Danish business executive who's been the CEO of German sportswear firm Adidas and whose parents got to throw the inaugural Jews in the oven at Auschwitz. Wow. <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. Russell Simmons. Yes, Russell. Uh, Russell Simmons, yep. Thank you. And and I think he got me too or something. Canceled. Crazy. We're watching oh. one of the... Oh, you won't stop me, Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was interesting. That one came from a spam risk. The first two had had names. Oh, you went back and was like, oh, shit. I got to get rid of the name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, no, that's what took him so long to call back. Um, <laughs> number 16. Call her. Tell your wife, Nicole, that I know where she lives. <laughs> I 
Nicole Gibson. <laughs> uh, number six. Number sixteen. Here we go. Oh, this one's good. Here we go. Echo. Enjoy. Sitting on the fence. How many beats they got on? What beats? What? Yeah. How many wings? Wings. Hey. Yeah. How many feet? Hey. Okay. You got a white cat. He's looking up at them roosters. How many teeth that cat got? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I see you know more about black cock you do white <laughs> black your inaugural joke that depends on I mean you don't even have to, they don't they don't have to be black roosters that's just a, that's just a doesn't have to be a white cat you tell the joke how you want I give you free carte, carte blanche use the use setup that. replace the characters Use that joke any way you want, uh, depending on your audience. Uh, I killed a guy. I killed a guy in front of his wife and his two-year-old son. I'm about to show you a man who killed a man while his two-year-old son watched and then picked his two-year-old son up and set him on his wife's lap. What the fuck? Yeah. That's crazy. No, there'll be some Jew jokes and Chinese jokes. Stand by. Okay, here we go. Or kill people in front of their kids? Yeah. Walk I me. killed I killed uh, Osama bin Laden in front of his son. And I thought and this we'll get into that mission, but um I just killed Osama bin Laden and I saw his two year old kid and as a father. I just killed the number one terrorist in the world, and I looked down at him and I thought, this poor kid has nothing to do with this. And I actually picked him up. You know, it's like... And took him where? Put him over with it next to his mom on the bed. Two years old, nothing to do with this. He, did, he didn't even know how to speak yet. That'll fuck you up, probably. Yep, it more, will. More than, more than him. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's uh, stuff like that comes in waves. Like, um, I mean, I... I'm, did you sleep well? Not really. Night? no. Um, I mean, I have I have great day. I'm a positive person, but I mean, you can have a minute. I can close my eyes and see Bin Laden's bedroom anytime I want. Um, and I think about that dude that, that I talk about killing his, in his bedroom. I, I think about him every day. Did you ever kill people? That dude I killed in his bedroom, meaning Osama. He thinks about him every single day. It's the side of it you don't see. Uh, can Vindicate make a deer bill in Katie shirt? <laughs> Wow. Um, wow. I'm going to write that down. I'm going to write that down. Uh, I'm like, I have this, I have this notepad here and usually my coffee sits on it, but I'm actually for the first time ever, I'm going to, um, uh, dear Bill and Katie shirt. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me mull that one over for a little bit. Yeah, let me talk to the team about that and see. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, I'm not a fan of the crop top. I'm not a fan of the crop top at all. At, at like just in general, or for dudes? Uh, just for dudes. It's it, it's like one of those haircuts that that's asymmetrical haircuts. That I, I I just I I just not I I don't want to get into it. People. Okay, here we go. Uh, Seven, we are still using Gmail drafts for the show notes. Oh, you're killing me. 
This guy fucking, I think it's that guy blasted me in my DMs. Mike? Tell me he'd, he'd be more than happy to unfuck me. Mike wants to come on the show and argue? No, he's right. He's like, dude, use Google Docs. Hey, when I was running, oh. uh, when I was big time executive at CrossFit, the greatest uh, chief marketing officer the planet's ever seen, I still never could like did Google Drive. And I think it drove my team crazy. I think it drives <laughs> some of the guys here on the Savon podcast team crazy. <laughs> I just can't, I just can't do it. I need someone to like sit down with me like an old person be like push this button, push this button and it downloads to your iPhoto and then you're good. <laughs> I'll make instructions for you. We were lucky enough to have a private tour in the Vatican. So it was Grace and I and one other guy. And he told us this story about how frustrating it was when he got his iPhone because his light turned on. And he goes, and for the life of me, I couldn't turn my light off. And he goes, and then I took it to the store to get it taken off. And the guy looked at me and he's like, is this a joke? And he's like, no, I don't know how to turn the light off. Every time I do this, the brightness just goes up and up and down. And then he clicked the one button. He goes, there you go. And he goes, I never felt like more of an idiot in my life. Hey, they've Reminded seen all that. that shit at the Apple store, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I had a member who had a PhD in computer science and she works over at the Lawrence Livermore lab, which is super close to the gym. And uh, she goes, yeah, you would really be surprised the amount of money that they pay me to unplug stuff, wait, and then plug it back in. Oh. She's like, that's like, 50% like, of my job. Like, hey, this computer's not working. No problem. I got it. Yeah. It's more like, hey, this multi-million dollar machine is having an issue. We need to go in the back end and look at the coding. And she goes, well, have you just unplugged it first? And then we'll unplug it, plug it back in and it fires back up. Listen, you jackass. <laughs> Listen to me, Jesse. The way it was, the way it was written... You couldn't do the work. You couldn't replicate the workout. I don't remember what, exactly what it was, but there was like a, there was a part in there where it's like it should have said push the sled two hundred meters and then do jumping jacks. Push the sled two hundred meters, and they, and they left that part out. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! What's happening over there? <laughs> that, that's got to be senior douchebag. Is that? Is it? What's happening? That's got to be the dude. I just, I, I muted my phone. I was like, oh, okay. take that. He's just watching, being like, God, I'm fucking their show up tonight. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Mike, Mike was gentle, was gentle, but harsh. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Hi. <laughs> he wrote a high sexy man and then just sent shitloads of uh, um, hyphens. Oh, he tried to FaceTime me. How dare you? Weird. What is um, Okay. Yeah, did you see this this comment here? Sevan, did you watch uh, Dave's Weekend Review? No. Um, I, I, someone sent me. I did not get a chance to watch it yet. I'm so, I'm, I'm so overwhelmed. I thought I would be able to watch all of those, um, but uh, someone did send me a clip where they asked if I would ever be hired back. But then, if I think if you see, well, I think it shows like this that make it so I'm unhirable. <laughs> he didn't say that. I know Dave didn't say that. I'm just saying oh, okay. that because because I'm I'm telling the truth. Like I, I I see affirmative I see affirmative action for what it is. It's like okay, let's feel sorry for people who didn't have it as well as these people based on the color of their skin, and let's judge them and let them in. And in essence, that's racist. No, Sevon, uh, you can't. Uh, uh, well, it just is racist. It's and if they were just honest about it, I would even maybe even consider it again. Hey, we do think we need a little bit of racism. 
in order to help some people um, out who have uh, lesser circumstances. And, we're, and the only way we can think to do it is by color of skin. We're going to hold up a piece of paper. It's going to be white on one side and black on the other. And if your skin's dark enough to one section, we're going to let you into college with a lower score. And for some reason, people just don't want to hear it like explain like that. But that's but that's what they're doing. And because for some reason, because of that honesty, you 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 can't get a job these days in places. <laughs> Sad truth. If you say if you yeah if you say that a gen, I we, we need to stick where I'm happy I'm happy to use the word transgender. They can't have the word woman. It's already taken. It's someone with a vagina who has babies and titties that milk feed babies. I mean, they already, but I'm happy to say that you're a man who, who you you were, you, you were a man and now you're a woman. And so you're a transgender man or you're a transgender woman or whatever the right term is. I'm happy to learn that. I'm not giving you this other word. I'm not partaking in your delusion. I'm not going to, you can't, I can't call someone who's anorexic, a, a track star or, or world-class marathoner when just because they're skinny, that's what you want me to do. I can't do that. It's a fucking eating disorder. You're fucking vomiting after you eat. Hmm. I'm like, I can't partake in the delusion because of that. I, I just don't, I, I don't know. Well, he had some really nice things to say I, about you. Well, that's cool. And and I, let me tell you something. If someone like that did hire me, I would tone it down. I would stay off of, I, I, would, I would, I would more than tone it down. If someone hired me to um, cook, if I went and got a job at McDonald's and I worked behind the register, I can keep my opinion to myself. Yeah, you're there to do a job, just like yeah, if you were hired for a media job, you would do the media job. Yeah, I would, I, and I and I never, I never fight back with. Um, I, I used to be a checker, and and I, I was, I'm great with the customers. Always right. I, I'm fine. I, I I fucking no ego. It can, I can turn that fucking thing off. I can take a fucking ass pounding. Clip that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the thank you for whoever said that. Yeah, anti-white. You you have to remember if I tell you Jews are the smartest people in the world, I'm also telling you that they're smarter than black people and Chinese people. So so if you say if you say something so so it, when you say something like um, uh, affirmative action, you're also saying that those people aren't as smart. And the and anti-white just happens out of affirmative action. That's what just happens. That's the byproduct of it in a, in a world of duality. It becomes anti-white because some white some people don't get into the school because they're white. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Everyone decide for yourself. I'm just saying the, just honest talk. Okay. Uh, Matt Walsh, number 18. Isn't there some jokes in here? <laughs> Ain't nothing funny these days. Ain't nothing funny. I thought I put some jokes in here. Oh yeah, this is so. This is the this is this is home of the CrossFit Games. I think someone tell me if I'm wrong. This is a uh, University of Madison. Go ahead, mm -hmm. and scroll on down. So the this is a graffiti that says "fuck uh, Matt Walsh." Trans trans is. Trans women are women. Here we yep. like they want to no, they're trans they're trans women. Otherwise, you wouldn't need the first word. Yeah, yeah, and and then and then it's fuck Matt Walsh. They just and then uh, here here they're fuck off. By the way, none of these people in all of history end up being the good guys. 
Okay, go go on. Uh, and and then this is this is dear uh, Madison community. We are wa- aware that a speaker is coming to campus on Monday whose viewpoints we believe are harmful towards our trans community. Harmful, harmful. That's like saying, "Hey, I'm against coal." And 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 then being like, "Oh, I'm not, I can't say that because that that's harmful to, towards the coal miners community because then they can't work and put um, food on their plate." You telling the truth about about trans people is is harmful to the community. You mean harmful to the delusion? We feel the impact. We feel the impact this is having on our campus, and we wanted to reach out. Bat shit crazy. I wonder what the like reaching out for what? So you have like a a place you could write in and say that you're upset. These are codependents right here. They're someone's crying victim, and they're even though they they've chosen to be the victim, and they and they are uh, acknowledging it and, and and supporting it. This is just bad human behavior. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, number nineteen, the great state of California. God, it's a good place. Surfing every day, empty skate parks. It's a good place. Sunny. $7 gas. Oh, yeah, $7 gas. Susan and I spent a day at the beach the other day. That was fun. Lots of hot moms there with their kids. Okay. And action. Action is like a woman, a beautiful woman who used to blow you. But, but she hasn't blown you in like forever. And she's still spending all your fucking money. And she won't let anybody else blow you. And now she has homeless people living in her twat. California is like a woman. <laughs> Mr. Schneider, thank you. Oh, boy. Number 20, a frequent ah. guest of the show who will be on again soon. Yes. I do think I, – I, I'll tell you a story. You can see my comment. This one. <laughs> you commented on it? Yeah. Oh, you want yeah, to pull it up? First? Alex and I might go on a, on a double date soon. Double um, date. Uh, Dark Lord Revon. Yes, Ricky is coming on. Not tonight. <laughs> Not right now, but very soon. Uh, dude, I take this $7 gas to wear flip-flops every day. Yeah. I mean, careful, it's, Jim. It's, it's... <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be easier. For, it'd be easier for you to run your heater in your house and rock them inside. Jim, every, every morning I wake up to roosters and, and all the cool shit in, in sounds. And, uh, I step outside and I look at my magnolia trees and my hundred fruit trees and I let the dog run around and I breathe the crazy fresh air and I look up and I go back inside, do the podcast, come out, and I tell the boys, get in the car, get the surfboards, we're going to the beach. It is, and, it, and it's just right down. I just, I could coast there from my house. I could put my car in neutral and just coast there. <laughs> it's not what it's like where I live. <laughs> no, that's true. Um, and oh, and uh, thank you for the loot, Dark Lord. You deserve a better answer. He will be coming on tomorrow, I believe, at 1230 p.m. Central Standard Time as 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Yes. Thank you. Uh, I was at a pizza place um, with 
uh, one of the most generous men I have ever known in my life, Greg Glassman. And when I say that, I really mean that like crazy generous, like walk down the street and like stop and talk to a homeless guy, make eye contact with him for 15 minutes is not normal. Ask him what he's addicted to, why he's doing it, pull out a 50, tell him not to buy drugs, get a new sleeping bag, uh, give away a car to a staff member who who needs it. I mean, just just crazy shit. It goes on and on. And it was every day. These weren't isolated incidents. incidents. This was every single fucking day. He, I mean, uh, he, he, he was a man of, uh, he is a man of tremendous wealth, but crazy generosity. The, the, no, no one, uh, it, would, it would be interesting relative to someone like me. I consider myself je- uh, jealous. I consider myself um, generous, but I still think even if you were to take our incomes, he would be exceedingly generous. And the things that he does put his money to um, are to help the world. So while other people are just fucking throwing their money away, he's bringing he's meeting with top science. He's using his money to meet with top scientists around the world who see the truth. The numbers, guys. Um, but, did he make a cameo in your capable child video? No, oh, he did. I was very, very. He didn't. He didn't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys want to go check that out, you can see him. <laughs> I was. Child. I was. I was at a pizza place in San Diego. It was a, a, a kind of a trendy pizza place, jam packed. You know, a hundred standing room only. Uh, people eating pizza standing. Um, probably a place that holds two hundred people that had like three hundred people in it. People overflowing outside, and there were probably fifteen of us there eating pizza. And the pizza, or Greg was just ordering pizza after pizza, and strangers were eating the pizza, and everything was fine. And it didn't even matter. It was, and uh, awesome. so. Travis Bajant was there, the professional arm wrestler, uh, doing some bodyguard work for Greg. And this guy comes in and drunk and just kind of slams in and grabs a piece of pizza. And Travis just coolly says, hey, hey, buddy, what's up or something? And he goes, I'm, I'm, I'll take what I want. And he grabs the pizza. And then at that point, Travis is like, hey, you got to go. And the guy turns around and spits on the pizza. What a fucking asshole. Yeah. And... Travis gave me a talking to after that, after he tossed the dude out that that's, that's like a no, no, like of all the hierarchy of no, no's like you you call someone a racial slur, push someone, slap them, whatever. Spitting's like at the top. Yeah. It's like the ultimate, it's the ultimate. It transcends in his mind. It transcended all. Like he didn't, and Travis is a patient man, patient, patient, patient man. I hope he was uh, firm with the toss out of the pizza place. Oh, the home, homie got tossed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so, so when I saw this, th- this is, um, and I, and I think maybe I'd be curious to get your guys' opinion. This lady is quite embarrassed after this incident. Uh, action. How come Lauren Khalil can make hers big? Okay. Cool with it. Thank you. Action. You're my Hey, that's a great comeback. That turns me on. Yeah, he he crushed it with that one. That's funny. 
man. Her facial expression and demeanor changed quite quickly after that. <clears throat> Do you notice that? Hers? Yeah. Like, yeah. like when he just turned, it was like, oh my God, she spit on me. Like it almost seemed like she came conscience for a second. Like she was like back to like a higher level of thought, like, oh, wait. You know, and I wonder too, I wonder if Alex did, but that's a, I think that's considered assault, isn't it? Like if you spit on somebody, is that, is that categorized as assault? Hey, dude. Maybe one of the officers. L- let's put a little logic to it. In the era of COVID, ah, it's attempted murder. Yeah. I'm not joking. I know. If it's with the same logic. God. And it, it's crazy. It, once again, it's the analogy. They're the guys riding with the posse looking for the criminal, but they are the criminals. They're calling him a fascist. Yeah, there you go. Jim said it. That's assault. It's unreal. Um, that's why I think when her demeanor changed, when she like did it, I wonder if for that split moment before she just went back to yelling, like if she was like, oh, shit, I'm the bad guy here. Like, I wonder if she realized it. Like, it just popped up and was like. Casavion. Casavion. That's the only way I'd turn violent is if someone spit on me. I mean, it would be hard not to. It's uh, that's a tough one. That's a weird one. Um, 21 is interesting. I posted this on my Instagram and I uh, thought about maybe not posting it. Um, the floor is yours, my friend. Speak your mind. What is up, Savon? Is it assault if I spit into my wife's mouth? <laughs> God, this show. Not if it's I, consensual. I always forget who the audience is. Uh, uh, I'd have to ask her. I can't, I need more. I need more. Uh, I need more information. More context. No, I, just, <laughs> uh, no, I just wanted to see how y'all are doing. I just popped out, just got done with CrossFit and I've been listening to you for a while. I mean, you know, this, you always fucking call me Samuel, even though it's my name, but, uh, got hired at a CrossFit gym. So I'll be doing that while working for the fire department. So, awesome. and I'm going through OPEC CCP. Oh, say that again. You're going through what? OPEC CCP. Oh, good on you. That that's the that's the training program. Yep. Awesome. James Fitzgerald stuff. Yeah. So, good on you. And uh, what? One last thing. Fuck Dan Bailey. Word. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Fire department. I wonder what he does. I wanted to ask him what he did at the fire department. Uh, twenty-one. Yeah. Um. Uh. Uh. Nazi fit. And, and yeah. Jeff thought Jeff, Jeff tried to talk some sense into me here, and I appreciate it. I expect that from him. Um, okay. I, what I, when I think of Nazis, I think of people who are extremely intolerant. I was watching some history on them the other day on some video. And it's interesting um, when I went to Germany, uh, I spent a lot of time there in 1997. I spent a couple weeks there in Stuttgart with a family hmm. before I went off to the university of London for six months. I think, I think it was 97. I don't know. And I asked his family over and over, hey, how did that happen? How how did Germany just start gathering the Jews and just throwing them in ovens? Like, well, why didn't anyone speak up and stop that? And I, I didn't think I would ever be able to understand that myself. Mm-hmm. And now I've seen two things. That lady who's going around, the North Korean lady who's going around doing all the talks, the really pretty one. She was on Joe Rogan. And uh, she Yami basically Park. said – What's her name? I think it's y- Yami Park. Okay. Um, she basically said that um, 
that they were promised that for, it, in order to reach equality, everyone had to give up all their land. And that and that led to starvation. By the way, I've said this a million times on this show. The only place on in the United States where there's equity is in prison. Everyone has the same sheets, same toilet, same room. There's there's levels of the decrepitude in there and the in the in the, the, the patheticness, but it's basically that's what they're trying to do there. Just crazy equity. And uh and, and that's what it looks like. That's what equity and the kind of equality that these people want looks like. It's lowest common denominator shit. It's no one can think for themselves. It's bad. There, there would be there would be no iPhones. They don't. No one's using iPhones in North Korea, hmm. when all the homeless people you know have them. Um, and 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 don't let anyone trick you about the the different levels of uh, the discrepancy of wealth is higher than it's ever been. That means nothing if you don't look at the fact that the poorest people have more than they've ever had in the history of humanity. Yeah, and today it's everything is better than it was ten years ago. But, but by far, yeah, twenty years ago there yeah. weren't airbags in cars. Now every Tom, Dick, and Harry has an airbag. Yeah, well, that's why it's the uh, freedom of speech is the First Amendment because that's more powerful than force and anything else, right? Uh, it, r- right. Yeah, because think about it. That's why it's number because one for, number for dissemination two. of information, right? For dissemination. Yeah, because of if we start to censor people or do stuff like this, you're easily could get caught up in the collective consciousness of groupthink and you can't see your way out of it, then horrific things happen like the Holocaust because people didn't have the ability to speak out against it and things like that. Once people maybe woke up to it or were, they were too afraid. Like here, it's like, you know, you can't speak out because you'll lose your job. You can't, you can't have an opinion on certain things because you'll be fired or you'll be unhirable or different things like that. So that's where it starts. And that's, that's more powerful than if they came up and shot you because they came up and shot you, they'd be like, wait, there's the bad guys holding the gun. But when we go into this linguist and whoever controls the language and the definitions controls the power, it gets pretty sketchy. Uh, and, and in this in this research I, that I, I, I was doing, or, or I don't know if it, that maybe that's uh, misspeaking, in this story that I stumbled upon, that would be probably better, um, The the there was a movement uh, before uh, – against the jews in germany calling them dirty and sick and that basically they were spreading disease mm-hmm. and that was step one to to get everyone in society to think a certain way about them like the unvaccinated yes so this is a crossfit gym they're, they're more than free to uh post this kind of stuff it, it, free country uh it says we love visitors but no walk-ins please we we love black people but we don't want them living next door to us. You have to understand this is this isn't like a one off. Like I don't just I don't just I'm just not nice to one person. I'm like nice to everyone. I'm not just mean to like one person one time. There's a certain kind of person that I'm mean to. Do you see this? I have patterns. This is a pattern. This is precedent that they set. You can see how this group thinks. The owners of this gym, the people who attend this gym. We love visitors, but no walk-ins, please. You can put anything in there, and you're probably pretty close to being accurate, I would guess. That would be my uh, that would be my educated guess, just based on simple human psychology. We require require an email with proof of your COVID vaccination. They insist on a government experimental mandated drug for you to walk into their facility. A minimum of six months 
CrossFit experience, pre-registration for all classes. We love visitors, except for blacks, Jews, and Chinese, unless you're married to a white guy. (laughs) Next slide, please. Hey, they don't even know. They don't even know. They've made up a story, a narrative to justify this. In every situation that they can express this. Oh, but Sevon, they have a child. The owners of that gym have three children who have autoimmune diseases, and they can't risk. Then fucking say that. I'm terrified because my – there was another slide, Mr. Sousa. There wasn't. It doesn't – it wasn't on here. It looks like oh, they shit. edited it. It looks like they edited it a day ago. Oh. oh. Well, so, well, well. Yeah. No more. Oh, no more oh it's a different post. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Go to their URL. Go to their URL. So, sorry. To their homepage. You're, yeah. it, my bad. They their homepage on Instagram, correct? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's look at their homepage of their, of their, and w- w- I'll give you one guess where it is, Matthew R. I'll give you one guess. You can get it. You can get it. Uh, you get two guesses, actually. There's two. Uh, it's, it, they have, they, them is their pronouns. So they participate in the delusion. Although of, of all the delusions to participate, they, them is probably the, 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 the least, least offensive. Technically, least, it is a gym, so you would refer to it as like they. They respect inclusion and community. I mean, no, no, you don't. You just told us you don't in this in this slide. God, I, I wonder if the owners of this. Oh, NC Fit Pleasanton follows them. Ah. <laughs> uh, I wonder if there's any patrons there who know that they're in the hive, hive of hate. Uh, Seattle. Uh, what's up with all this Jew talk with Kanye? I, 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 the little bit I saw, I couldn't even, I couldn't even make sense of. But it reminded me recently. I saw a headline, like in the New York Times, Washington Post, somewhere, and it says, um, uh, "Trump takes aim at Jews in the United States," or something like that. And then I read the article, and he all he said was, uh, "Hey, Jews," which is kind of funny. He was actually helping Jews out. He's like, "If the Jews in the United States don't stand up for the Jews in Israel, Israel could be on its last leg." And of course, the Jews in the United States who are like uh, who who hate Israel and are crazy pro-Palestinian, which is fine, it's up to them. They're just looking for a reason to like bite on on the racism thing. But but once again, it wasn't racist at all. No, that's a great question, Cody. And you know they're not. Are all the members of Vax? Absolutely not. You know they're not. Hmm. <clears throat> he got drunk on a podcast, and no, that that wasn't Trump. That was. Uh, that was, that was that was gone, yeah. But there was it was actually a tweet whoa. that originally started it. Uh, what? Uh, what? Oh, I thought he was talking about the guy who. Um, I oh, here we go. This is going to be good. Yes, caller. Hi. Hello. Let's Hi, do it. Katie. Hi, Katie. Hi, Katie. Welcome to the show. Um. So, do you remember you were talking to Roger Spark? Ah, uh, yes, I would. Four hour podcast. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Yes. Um, no, no, it's good to check. No, it's good comment. to check. It's good to check. <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to remember Alexis Raptus. That that was like the one I feel really bad for. But go on. <laughs> All right. 
Um, there was a comment made. Um, I think you guys are talking about how the stuff that he had to do leaves like mental scars, understandably. Um, and a comment was made about like, it's that like drone operators don't have that like same issue. Trust me if I'm wrong. Nope, 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 nope. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. You're, you're okay. making complete sense. Okay. I'm with you. I'm, fo- I'm following you. I'm tracking you. I think I know where you're going. Okay. So it might not be to the same extent, but so my workplace directly works with and supports drone operators and both the operators and us, like the support staff had to attend what's called like moral injury training. So even though like they see the stuff through a television screen, um, there's still that same sort of trauma, although probably not the same extent and it's slightly different. Um, and even the, even the support people um, have that same sort of trauma. Uh, I'm going to go back a step. So when you say you support those people, like you make catheters for them so that they can just sit there and never have to move or you bring food to them or what do you mean um, you support them? That's not my, uh, we give them information, tell them where to go, oh. tell them when their aircraft is threatened. Oh, wow. Uh, six dudes on turbans and camels, uh, 3000 feet below you, like stuff like that. Um, sort of. Wow. Not, not direct. I mean, the operator can see that. Kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. I, I could, I could, stuff. I could argue that maybe they even have more trauma because they know, but they don't get to process it. Well, yes, because the operators are not necessarily deployed. So they'll go and like execute someone or, you know, push the button, shoot somebody. And then they'll go home and like kiss their wife and child. Mm. I mean, if they're married. So they can, they can go right home after, you know, possibly killing another father and they're a father themselves and they go home and see their child. So it's different. And that really messes. It's a different kind of trauma than the trauma that 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 guy who killed bin Laden, who we had on just a second ago, he said he killed bin Laden while the son looked and he said, you know, it it sticks with them. And the guy said, do you sleep well? And he's like, no. Um, And you're saying it's just, it, it, it might not be the same kind of trauma, but it's, there's, there's serious trauma still. Right. And I'm not saying more or less either. Right. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Like you said, different. Yeah. Yeah. I, That's I, all. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for mm-hmm. bringing thank that up. You. That's probably the best contribution we've ever yeah. had from a caller. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Oh, Plus you have that t-shirt idea that I put in the chat earlier. <laughs> oh, the Dear Bill and Katie. Bill and That's Katie. you. Oh, okay. Well, good. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Thanks guys. Yeah. Thank you. High-level contributor contributor, uh, to the marketing and to the uh, stories, uh, Miss Kate. Wow. Okay. Good night. Bye. Bye. What do you think about her voice? What do you think about her voice? What I think about her voice? Yeah. She sounded like a nice person. Yeah, very nice. She she treads lightly. Yeah, she seems like she would be kind of like a mom. Yeah. You know, she had that kind of vibe. 
Sorry if you're much younger or not, but it was just very calming and soothing, I guess, is what I'm looking for there. The trauma, be... after, the trauma after killing a person gets easier after the eighth or ninth kill. After 50, you don't feel anything else. Okay, Susan, what were you going to have? I know that's geez. a fucking handful, right? Should we have Magnus on the show to talk yeah. about some things? Um, I was just going to say that's interesting because some like when people go off to war, you're in a complete and different environment. Environment, So like part of you, even though that trauma is still going to live with you, like I wonder if there's some sort of something to be said about leaving that environment and then like having that time to go home and then like being in a new environment. Like, as opposed to just a day at the office, blew some people up. Now, you know, 10 minutes later, I'm in my commute to my car back. Like, there's got to be some different, not saying one's easier or less. I have experienced neither, but that is an interesting thought. I, I was uh, I was filming one time and the, the only experience I have kind of long. Well, I did stumble upon those people getting killed by that driver one time that I've talked about on here. But I was in Africa filming out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like nowhere, like no running water, no toilets, no homes, no nothing. Just tribes living in, 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 in teepees. They were in teepees, like how, like, like teepees you'd see like at an amusement park, but they were like made of mud and like hides and shit. It was way Crazy. off the beaten path. Uh, probably right in the, probably a hundred miles west of Mombasa. Mombasa is the, uh, city on the Eastern seaboard of Africa on the Indian ocean. And we took the Mombasa highway in about probably 70 miles and then went off that on a dirt road for 30 miles. And I made a documentary there and I was out there for about two weeks. And every day that I would wake up to film, there were these five kids that I hung out with the most. And every day that I would film with them, I would wonder if they were going to be alive the next day. Oh my goodness. And I remember one day it fucking hit me so hard that I had to go behind one of the teepees and I, I dropped to one knee and I just started saying, why God? Why God? I don't even know why I was saying that. It was kind of like I was having an out-of-body experience and I was just bawling. I just mm. couldn't fucking believe the hardship here. And, um, but then four days later, I was at home in California, just, you know, eating a snow cone. Yeah. Just get on a jet and you're, and you're back home. It's like, what the fuck? So I could only imagine what it's like for these guys, right? Like, like Roger Sparks. He's in some place fucking saved k killing people in hand-to-hand -hand combat through 11 of his dead buddies into a helicopter saved 49 others and then a week later he's in berlin nuts were you tripping when you were out there uh well like, it's kind of like, like what i saw i saw a lot of i went to probably i probably went to 40 countries with that were were all struck with famine uh all over the globe where there were malnourished children and all of them on, on, on African continent, Asian continent, South mm -hmm. America. And I don't want to say I got used to it, but I, I, I knew my place. I started knowing my role. Like I was there to film and to make it so that this company could, uh, uh, make money to bring more vitamin a there that's basically what they were doing vitamin a is the leading cause of uh, vitamin a malnutrition is the leading cause of blindness in in these areas so that's what this company did uh, vitamin angels i think they're the largest distributor of free vitamins anywhere in the world did you feel guilty when you came back home no was it because you were I, helping a company that was helping them 
I don't know. I just don't have that. Um, you know, my dad, my dad came from a very, my dad had a crazy upbringing, right? 10 brothers and sisters living in a concrete hut, no water, no electricity. Um, uh, basically they were refugees who escaped, uh, the genocide in 1915. And, uh, it, my dad, my grandparents, they were put in this village and that's how my dad was raised. And then eventually he got out of there and got a scholarship to a seminary school in Chicago and maybe in Evans, Evanston, Illinois at 18 and got out of there. And wow. I, and my dad, and, and then my dad ended up getting, becoming guilty my whole life, my dad's had guilt for his success. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's no way to live. And when I saw that, I was like, I will never, ever, ever live like that. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Y you know, yeah. because the truth is, is it leads to bad things. You end up being a codependent for other people. Guilt's, a, guilt's yeah. He, 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 felt, he felt guilty. Mm. Anyway, another story. Um, I ended up going back there. I spent a couple months in that town and I, and I actually really? stayed in the house. Yeah. They had built out bigger than the, the original concrete block, not much bigger, but my aunt lived there and I stayed out there for like a month. And, oh, and this was in the nineties, maybe, or early two thousands. I went out there nineties, maybe. Yeah. What and, motivated uh, you they, to do that? They still didn't even have phones. And, and, and a lot of the homes still there. You had to go outside to go to the bathroom. Uh, my dad just sent me out there. I hadn't talked to my dad in a year. I came home for Christmas one year after not talking to him for a year. I was like in my Jesus phase. I was like barefoot and just like wanting to be an ascetic. I was homeless and I came home to see my dad. This is pre cell phone. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was only home for two days and he's like, Hey, I'm going to send you to Beirut so you can see your relatives there. I was like, what the fuck? I'm on, I'm on, it's on like donkey Kong, not highest on. No, no, this is, this is a, a, a town called Anjar, A N J A R in Lebanon by the Syrian border. I think, yeah. I did not go to Afghanistan. I've not been to Afghanistan. I don't think. Hmm. I don't remember. I don't think I've been to Afghanistan or Iraq or Iran. I, I drove from Lebanon through Syria to Turkey, maybe twice. Seven, what are you and your kids going to be for Halloween? Thank you. <laughs> nice segue, Kate. <laughs> I'm going to be a podcaster. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, number 22. Um, this, is a, this is just such a funny story. I find this story just so fucking comical. We just click these links and we'll just go through them. I don't Female high school player suffers serious head injury after transgender player spikes ball abnormally fast. So there, there's a dude playing on this volleyball team and um and he spiked the ball against the opposing team it, it's, it's girls volleyball but there was a guy playing and he spiked the ball i don't know why they'd let him play but they let him play and he spiked the ball and injured the girl okay next link fucking crazy 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 at that point you should have to this one we could do the uh, big screen here. Oh, thank you. And oh, so oh, here, look, here's video where you get to actually see, uh, you get to see the 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 spike. Okay, action. There's the person, in, that's the dude. 
Oh, yeah. so choppy. You don't get to see it. Anyway, that guy jumps up and spikes the ball and it hits that girl in the head. And there was a clip the other yesterday I saw where Venus William, uh, Serena Williams is saying that men's tennis and women's tennis is, isn't even the same sport in her mind and that there's no chance she could beat a professional male tennis players, none at all. And that they're not, she doesn't even consider, she considers them so different that she doesn't consider them both tennis even like they're, they're, they're different. She didn't name them. Okay, click the third link. It, it's just, what did they think was going to happen? What did you What did you think was going to happen? And action. Carolina School District has halted all competition for one of its female volleyball teams after a transgender athlete was deemed a safety concern when he spiked a volleyball into another player's face at 70 miles an hour. This young girl sustained severe head and neck injuries and is suffering long-term concussion symptoms like vision problems. School board was right to halt all future competition, but why did it take a young girl sustaining severe injury for adults to realize the simple biological fact that men have an advantage over women in sports? This is why the slippery slope of the radical gender ideology is so dangerous. They don't just want you to use their pronouns. They don't just want you to let them choose which bathroom they use. They want you to acknowledge that gender is something you can change and isn't based on anatomy. Going along with this idea is intellectually the word gender and is literally putting people in harm's way. But because some people don't want to hurt the feelings Pause. of he's fucking up. Like first, it's not gender, and who care in this instant? Who cares about morals? Like now, now he's bringing in the god talk. That's why I don't fucking like the god talk. Morals so ambiguous. Uh, caller, hi. Hey, Savan, I had a quick. I had two questions for you. Okay. Uh, first, in regards to the Armenian genocide. What was the what was the leading reason why that occurred? Like, why did they genocide your people? Uh, so they say they say, and and it's a very interesting point. And I don't hear Armenians talk about it. They say that uh, they were at war with Russia, and Armenians were siding mm -hmm. with the Russians, and so they wanted to cleanse the the Armenians out of there. Okay. Uh, the the other reason gotcha. is the other reason is just the, the Armenians were very successful. It was their their stories are very similar to I can't remember which uh, city it is, but 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 it's basically how the Rothschild started. Um, it, it, these these Jewish families they were in these cities. God, what's what what was right. the capital? And they were they were told that they couldn't live inside the cities, so they were pushed to the outside of the cities in the slums. And the Jews were so creative right. that even from the outside they started lending people money and lending money inside the right. city walls was legal, but they lent the money outside the city walls, and from there they became just f fucking rich as shit. They ended up lending money to the uh, to the Queen of England, and right. And uh, so it was, I, mean, I think it was something very similar to that. Basically, the Armenians were a very creative entrepreneurial class, and uh, it was time for them to go. Their their land needed to be taken from them, and uh, right. And they were fucking up the Turkish bloodline. And so, right. oh, and and the world knew this was going on in 1915. Right. And I think it was the French who had lent which is kind of funny it's such little money now 70 million dollars to 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 turkey to the ottoman empire and and, okay. other, and 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 so the british were like hey we're going to go in and fucking attack turkey and the french said if you do that we won't get our money back and we'll have to attack you and so that shit just went on and on and on and uh there's an amazing book written by the ambassador of the united kingdom to turkey at that time describing what happened it's brutal okay. it's brutal 
What do you know the name of that book? Uh, it might just be called, um, here, let me, I'll look at, uh, it might just be called, um, I think the name of the book is Armenia and let me put UK ambassador, uh, genocide book, genocide book. Let me just put that in Google real quick. Uh, oh, I think I found it. Uh, Ooh, this doesn't, I read the book a long time ago. This doesn't, uh, Henry Morgenthau. The, okay. Uh, if you just that, if that's the author's if you have the author's name, that's enough. I'll, I'll be able to find it. No problem. Okay. I'm not sure if that's Henry the right book. There's one called Ambassador Morgenthau's story. God, that doesn't look right. I wonder if my mom's watching and she knows. Hmm. If I have the book. Okay. Well, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to take up airtime. I heard Jocko Willick did a podcast on the Armenian genocide and I heard it's absolutely insane. I heard it's like his best podcast mm. he's ever done. I'll have to look that up. Now, here's another thing, though. Yes. Weren't to so the Turks are Muslim. Wasn't there religious implications, too? Because aren't Armenians not typically Muslim? So Armenia is the first wrong. country on planet Earth to take Christianity as its national religion. No country had ever done that before. And of course, shitloads of the Bible takes place there. Um, that that mountain right. there, Mount Adarat, is supposedly where Noah's Ark right. is. The place is covered in churches. So yeah, I'm sure you're, you're probably right. There was probably some religious okay. like boogeyman shit. Yeah, for sure. Okay, interesting. And then actually, I had, I guess I had a statement, maybe it leads to a question. Uh, in regards to the volleyball player being assaulted by the dude in the competition, um, I I'm a soccer player. I love playing soccer, and I, I have a cousin, and he married a girl who played professional soccer in the UK for like a Brighton and Hove, who I think they're in the Premier League now. Not sure, but she's a female soccer player. She tried out for the English national team. I think she even made the team. At, anyways, top level, like as far as female athletes in soccer, like super high level and i was playing when when she first came to america she had just left the sport she's still in her best shape possible and when she came with my cousin they were engaged at the time to the to they came to america and we went out and played some pickup sports and i was about 15 years old at the time so i was not fully developed i was a late bloomer i didn't really hit my stride as far as puberty until i was about 16 17 at the time it's 15 Anyways, we were playing sports and like soccer. I think we might even played some, you know, two hand touch football or something. Uh, anyways, one of the things that just which shocked me when I was playing against her is that physically speaking, I was far more superior than her as far as speed and agility. Like it wasn't even a competition. And this girl played at the highest level of, of soccer and she was known for her speed that was her like main weapon in women's sports how fast she was and i'm not like anything i'm not some speedy mingalas type guy i mean I'm five foot seven you know i'm not super super fast and i was still just leaps and bounds more athletic than her and and, and it, 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 that's when i realized i was like wow like guys and girls just do not belong on the same could field. you imagine women playing um, professional football can you imagine women like a, all women's <laughs> team in the nfl oh, oh it'd be a bloodbath it'd be a bloodbath yeah. like the, everyone on the team would be killed so I mean, I, I, i'm not right. joking they would be they would they would be dead right right yeah and I, and I think that i think that when people hear the the term equality 
they get really mixed up and they get confused and there's a lot of buzzwords and a lot of propaganda behind it. But, you know, I think when we talk about equality, what people need to focus on is like equality of treatment. And by that, I mean, like, you need to understand where somebody's coming from and what they're capable of and then treat them like a decent human being and treat them nicely. But that's not the same as being like we can all do the same things. Would you rather would you rather birth a baby out of your ass collar like a woman can do, but out of her vagina? But since you you, or would you rather be a woman who plays in the NFL? Oh, Oh. the choice would be really bad. Yeah, both, both are bad. Both really, sound horrible, like life ending. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't want a prolapse anus because I pushed the baby out of my rear. That sounds terrible. You probably so, would die. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, uh, you know, I, I but it's I and I, I guess this leads to the question is is that in we're kind of in this postmodern era in our country. Yes, where people's people's you know, there used to be kind of like standards that people adhered to that were driven by basically driven by like, uh, an un, like, a uh, a, what would you call it? It's not church and state, but the, I, there, there's the, the morals in the country. And I'm not saying this was entirely good, but everybody kind of was on the same page that people were the vast majority of Americans were very religious, mostly Christian Catholic or Protestant. Okay, so they had this idea and it kind of drove morality up in the country in in a certain direction up until basically, you know, the postmodern era started, which is like late 50s, 60s. And then it just rapidly progressed through the 70s, 80s. And then now careful, careful, buddy, you're going into eight minutes, you're eight minutes and 19 seconds. Okay, okay. my my simple question is, is you think it's a departure from belief in God? And and yes. it has has led to people being like, you know what? Maybe a man is a woman, and maybe men can have babies, and maybe we should let a you know a man. Bro, who he's they a woman threw out the moral. We, we threw out the moral code that 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 the the, the, the God fearing people. I was going to call them wackadoodles, but I'm trying to be cool. We threw out the moral code. <laughs> yeah, you can call wackadoodle. We, we, uh, we threw out the you moral code of this Christian, of these Christians, these Catholics, these Muslims, whatever. We threw out their moral code, and we didn't replace it with anything. And that moral code yeah. was the fucking glue of this civilization. Right. And fucking right. jackasses but- like me that fucking haven't found Jesus yet need to fucking wake up and realize that. Well, Would you rather have everything closed on Sunday? Or would you rather have them sexualizing your fucking kids? You choose. Right. I choose right. with closing yeah, shit down point. on Sunday. You right. fucking jackasses. Yeah, yeah we, we fucked up. We fucked up. And I, I'm guilty of that. I was, par- I was part of that ha- kind of hatred and detest for um, those people. Oh, fuck it. Let everyone be free. No, they, we're stupid. Well, we're stupid. We can't. We well, need a moral code. But, I was in the 60s, baby. We do, we do. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, though, is that people are all not me. By the way, I'm exempt from that. I'm a good person, like just through and through. But since (laughs) a lot of the ding dongs need a moral code, (laughs) well, let me let me let me let me just quickly say something though. Is the thing is that I believe that humans are all inherently religious, and that you will adhere to something. You remember the Bob Dylan song from one of his '80s albums? He says, "You got to serve somebody." Sure. So no matter what, everybody's inherently religious they believe they're going to believe in something they're going to have some degree of moral co- some type of moral code the problem is is what you have right now 
is you have a church of woke, right? Which is pushing all this type of stuff that we're complaining about right now. Um, that's one option. There's some lactose, you know, weak, weak, weak sauce Christian groups out there. And then there's obviously the deeply conservative folks that are being maligned quite a bit right now in the, in the media. But the thing is, is that it's like everybody is religious and they are replacing the former code of ethics with the new code of ethics. The problem with the new code of ethics is that it's established entirely by men. They're not trusting in some sort of higher power, even if it's mysterious and sounds stupid or whatever, whatever you might want to say about it, it works as far as making people be a better person. It just works. Whereas what we currently have is just like people kind of go, you know, listening to their favorite politician or pundit. And they're all those politicians and pundits are united in this dumbass, ridiculous standard for morality. And then they're just pushing these massive amounts of people toward it. But the problem is, is that when you have just, just men leading the way with no idea of a figurehead of God, then what happens is, is that the goalposts constantly change. Things get more extreme and more extreme. Like it used to be, it was like, okay, 2012. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. You can't what? I can't go, keep going. <laughs> okay, you got to let me go? I do. All right, man. I, you were great. You were You're great. Missing- you were great, but you used up your time. <laughs> hey, fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Thank you. Please, 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 yeah. please, yeah. please call back. Will do. Tomorrow. Paideia is the word is the word that what he's looking for. That guy. What's that mean? Yeah, I'm on this new kick with this theory because of the uh, the book that I'm reading, which is leading me to look up a lot of the words and stuff that happened in the past. But essentially, have you ever heard the thing from like the um, I forget who said it, but they said like give me give me your kid from the age of of uh, zero to seven, and then you could have him back because I've already got I've already done the programming. Maybe with somebody in the audience knows who exactly said that. But essentially what they're saying is, and what he was saying is they stripped that moral code kind of out of the school system. And then therefore it's never kind of been programmed back in. This is why we're seeing this kind of descent into chaos now. Societal chaos. What's Where the book? Everything, everything's up, everything's down. The battle for the American mind. The battle for the American mind. He made the a lot mind. of sense, said some stuff. I, uh, I, I learned uh, I learned taking LSD. I agree. <laughs> Karina Rain, you're an amazing woman. Thank you. I would love to be, just hear what's going on at home with you right now. What type of insights you have. I know you know some stuff that I'm curious about. You know who that is, Sousa? No. I'll tell you afterwards. She knows stuff. Oh, she exciting. Got some, yeah, she got some juicy gossip. Tabloid Ooh. shit, I know. Big, oh. big. The, of the biggest stories out there right now. Look at, look at, yeah, I know, I know. I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking what you must know. I've been thinking. Tell the old man I said hi. Uh, I number twenty three. I am uh, officially old. You still you don't recognize your name yet, Susa? Do you recognize your name? I'll tell you in the private chat. Hey, anyone who watches the show, though, by the way, anyone who watches the show uh, would know who she is. Like, if you like, if you're a diehard and like you have a better memory than me. Oh, what? Now but, I feel like I'm up on something or behind on something. I should be up on. on a honeymoon or something. Your shit got all fucking. Dude, that was behind. it. Haven't been the same since. <clears throat>
Got it. Okay. Okay. Got it. Right? Does she know some shit or what? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, fine. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fine. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Awesome. I'm done. All right. Fine. I'm done. I'm done. Good. I uh, feel like I, I knew. I knew. Don't worry, guys. I knew. Uh, it's not a secret. It's not a secret. It's not a secret. It really isn't. It's just, it's just like it's whisper. It's stuff. It's it's your my inside voice. Um, number twenty three. I'm officially old. The caller was good. I just I just couldn't anymore. It was like what Kenneth said. Like if you're more than three minutes, and now you're a guest, and it's like, hey, this this is a live calling <laughs> show. Uh, What'd you like? Okay. That full screen. You like the full screen? You want to keep rocking uh, this guy? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. So this was a guest a guest on the show. Corey was on the show and uh, got a great Instagram account. Here we go. As rappers, we got to stop perpetuating our own genocide. It's a war going on inside and outside. No man is safe from. How y'all rappers call yourselves real? Turn around, tell these kids to kill each other. You see, the problem is we y'all biggest ops. Dumb pointing fingers at the judges and the cops. It's time to take accountability. From Scott the Rock, Big L, Biggie and Pot, X and Nick, King Farm and Pot, Young Dove, now PMB Rock. I can't believe they allowed this to be said at the BET Awards. But I'm happy that it was said. Many of us have been saying for a while now that rappers need to take accountability and realize that their music is perpetuating the death and destruction that we see in our communities. And whether they like it or not, they are role models and have a responsibility to guide the young people in our communities in the right direction. Rapper Joey Badass is no longer woke. He's awake. Uh, so what's interesting here is I titled this, I'm officially old. I don't, I don't want there to be censorship. I want people to sing gangster rap. I love gangster rap, but, but that's a strong message that, that whatever his name is, Joey badass or whatever. He said, uh, stop pointing fingers at the judges and the cops. Yeah. It doesn't matter. As Hiller would say, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, like, st- like no matter how true your story is, that road, that road's a dead end when you point your finger at the cops and the judges. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't achieve happiness, wealth, um, love in your life if you go down that road. Wasn't that like a Dr. Cashy thing of like the different layers of uh, blame? Like first it's circumstance, then it's like other people, and then finally you're left with yourself. I, I could be wrong. Disregard. I like it. I like it. It's good. <laughs> I like it. Yes, yes. The great Dr. Cashy we had on the show. We should have him on again too. Yeah. A dear friend of ours told me that that, that um, uh, we should never have him on, that he was boring, and that just made me want to have him on more. The mm. comments when he's on are fucking off the hook on YouTube. Yeah. I still, the, the face noises thing still sticks with me pretty good. Like when I hear people talk or something like that, and they're trying to whatever, communicate something, and it's just all over the place, and you're like, just say what you want to say. Womp, the face, they're They're bending wind with their tongue. Yeah. Number 25, white guys. Oh, my God. Can we get through five of these in the next 10 minutes? Number 25, white guys. Please be funny. 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 Oh, yes. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Look it. Um, uh, uh, the black man got slammed in the um, uh, first part of the show. And here, here's balance. The bookend to it. Here, white guys. Here we go. Tino's over there. The blacks, the scariest gay, the whites. Why are they this scariest? Because you know they got a fair trial. So those dudes are real criminals. They, yeah, that is scary. But pro- you got the Latinos over there, the blacks, the scariest gay, the whites. Why are they this scariest? Because you know they got a fair trial. So those dudes are real criminals. They.
How perfect is the timing on that? The That's last bit great. was like, don't point the fingers at the judges and the cops. And then now this one is <laughs> I'm an artist. That was pretty funny. Um, Bayer. Bay- oh, this isn't funny. Bayer Aspirin. Bayer. Number 26. Oh, I like this lady. Talk about buyer. Well, buyer, everyone thinks they began starting with aspirin. They began for Hitler's Germany making Xylon B, the gas that was used to kill millions in the concentration camps. They were part of R.G. Farben. R.G. Farben was the cartel that was tried at Nuremberg. One of Bayer's inventions is heroin. 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 And it was called heroin because it made you feel like a hero. Nothing. One future program you could do, Amy, is how the devastation of our societies, how the destruction of the economy of Mexico has created the drug trade, how the devastation of rural America, as well as the unemployment in the industrial belt, has created the opiate crisis, how Punjab, the land of the Green Revolution, 75% youth are now drug addicts. So Bayer bought out Monsanto. So Monsanto today is Bayer. And it's a German company. But these are global companies. They have no home. They have no loyalty. They are accountable to no citizens. All of them work through tax havens. So Monsanto was bought out by Bayer for the simple reason that they wanted to erase the name of Monsanto, which has become such a dirty name. Talk about- Crazy. Massive Bayer plant, massive Bayer plant in Berkeley that I used to go by every day. Wow. Home of the Jews. Berkeley's just like the Jew capital of fucking Northern California. And the irony that Bayer's fucking has a massive plant there. And, and, uh, and, and, and ironically, it's the, uh, it's the ultimate form of segregation. If you want to see how, if you want to see COVID in full bloom, if you miss it. Uh, Berkeley, California is waiting for you. You can, it's like an amusement park. Do you want to know what it was like? Oh, you could go there in 20 years. If you feel like you lived in, let's say Arizona in 20 years, you could go be like to your kids. Do you want to see what it was like to live through the pandemic? There's a <laughs> trap in town, <laughs> California. I was just thinking what, what would be scarier to you? Like pulling over at a sketchy gas station in the hood to have to fill up or putting on your, uh, I don't say I say you're I know you don't have one, but putting on a MAGA hat and walking through UC Berkeley campus. Woo! Odds, odds of being violently attached far stronger on campus. <laughs> uh, there's a city in India. I've been there. Uh, 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 I think she, it's called the Punjab or it's a region. It's the Punjabi region. Um, and let's say drug addiction kids. Let's see what it is. It's uh, Punjab is infamous for its high incidence of drug trafficking and drug abuse. Um, implement to prevent drug abuse amongst kids in Punjab. Oh, okay, here it is. Wow, here it is. Uh, it is in the Times of India, and it's called the How Punjab Will Lose a Generation to Drugs. Drug business brings a turnover of five hundred billion, only next to petroleum arms trade. Petroleum and arms trade. And, and I saw the number in here. It said 75. Over 75% of the Punjab youth are hooked to drugs. And going by estimates, every third family has one addict. 
and at least 30% of the jail inmates have been booked and arrested for illegal possession of drugs. Oh, here we go. And HIV is super prevalent among this group. I was just sharing needles, right? Yeah, of course. That follows right after it, doesn't it? India is a trip. India is a trip. Wow. Uh, okay. Okay. Number 27. Uh, dear Democrats. Oh. They have taken over your party. Uh-oh. What? No, no link. Oh, really? Yeah. Sorry, this page isn't available. Wow. Okay. That was a good one. Uh, yeah. 27? Gone. Yeah. 27? Gone. <laughs> uh, 28. Guns. Oh, 29 is look at this ass. Wow. We're, we're, we're headed <laughs> to something good. Uh, 28. Guns. Stand by for 29. Look at this ass. I think I found... Oh, I have the world's greatest ass and look at this ass. I wonder if that's the same post. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> guns. How many kids have to die before you'll give up your guns? Interesting question. Counterpoint. How many kids have to be sexually molested, abducted, sold into sex trafficking, or killed before you'll pick up a gun and start defending them? Hmm? How many kids? There you go. Guns. Uh, number 29. Look at this ass. Am I in trouble? <laughs> looks good. Is it different than the world's greatest ass? I don't know. We... <laughs> Is it a girl standing up looking at her ass in the mirror? No. Oh, oh shit. Uh-oh. Okay. Let me, so this it? is taking – Susan's not sure if he wants to bring this up. I can tell. He's like, oh, fuck. Have we crossed, have we crossed the boundary? Uh, let me pull this. Oh, no. This is great. This is – okay. I need to, I need to preface – you have to see this. <laughs> This is crazy. You have to see this. Listen. <clears throat> Listen. This is this is just look at this ass. This is this is a girl who's going to be facing the camera and she jiggles her pelvic, right? She she's like rotating her pelvis so with such force that her ass is coming down and you could see it between her legs from the front. Are you guys so picture you're looking at someone doesn't matter, man or woman. And you're looking at them from the front and their legs are like parted a little bit. Not a lot, like 12 inches. But their ass, when they dance, jiggles down so you could see it between their legs. Can, can you guys, I mean, it is. And then, and then there's a little bit of commentary afterwards. 29. Action. Here we go. May I have to play this twice. Oh, wait, wait. So before you go, you see it? You see her butt already? You could see her butt behind her, uh, between her legs. Oh, maybe her feet are two feet apart. I can't do that. I can't. I can't. Okay, action. Here we go. It'll be over before you know it, Susan. I am constantly impressed with the new ways ass and chesticles are delivered. Like underneath from the front. I've never seen that before. That's revolutionary. It looked like someone squeezing a jello cup and it was just constantly popping out. God bless the internet and follow me, you fucking idiots. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh! You think those are testicles? Maybe just attached onto her onto her back. That's where I went immediately when I saw that. You thought it was her butt from the front with that it's much her, movement? Let me tell you, it's her butt. Easy. <laughs> it can be uncomfortable. 
Um, there is a, uh, you've heard me say it on the show a million fucking times since I started the show, but there are no, it's it's not there. I want to say there are no homeless people, but there are some homeless people, but the vast majority of them, 99.9% to infinity are drug addicts who've chosen their, their hierarchy got out of a space. So it got out of whack. So you have this hierarchy, let's say it's breathe, um, eat, uh, shelter, fuck. And, and 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 procreate can be altered with shelter, but you definitely need to breathe and eat. And then when I was homeless, I still was procreating a, a lot. But but those two could be flipped back and forth. But if anything gets in those four in that hierarchy right there, it screws everything up. So if you get drugs in there um, after like breathing, everything else gets just so messed up. It sends you haywire. You're now not a participant in the experiment of humanity by the rules that offer the greatest success so i just want to be clear that when someone does get that out of whack you have to also remember that these drug addicts that people are called homeless they're they're thieves before they're homeless these people don't have jobs and they're taking and they're robbing uh you, me, and other people in order to get their drugs. That's how it works. That's how that economy works. They breathe, and then they steal and get drugs, and that's the loop they're in at our expense. They're thieves. Savon, you can't say that about everyone. That, well, what do you say? Okay, fine. It's not everyone, but I'm telling you that's how that works. It's like I'm telling you that people bicycle with their legs, and you're like, no, I saw a guy biking down the street like this in a recumbent. Yeah, there are dudes without legs who use their hands. There are. But I'm telling you, the vast majority of these people, they're breathers, they're drug addicts and thieves, and that, and they just stay in that loop. Yeah. They don't want to well, have- they, they have to steal to support their habit. Have you ever seen this guy's page before? This might be somebody we consider to uh Schellenberg? No. Uh, like Tales want- from the Streets. Like here, let me bring us into this. You want to see what drugs will do, dude? You were uncomfortable with uh, uh, that ass, and now you're bringing up a random Instagram account, and I feel like my butt pucker. Okay, let's do it. Oh no, no, no! It just this guy makes uh, he interviews a bunch of drug addicts that live on the streets in Arizona, oh, in particular, I- and it's like it's just insane. And so it just it just goes along. Like if you look at some of the people, and especially if you clear if you guys go through his Instagram and you listen to some of the stories or the way they talk and stuff like that, it just completely highlights what you were just talking about. Like And they're all women. God, that's depressing. Yeah, and the stories and it's crazy too because he'll go into this whole thing about like, hey, like wh- what were you doing before this? Like, did you come from a family? Did you have this, that, or the other thing? Right. And like you'd be surprised how many of them say, Hey, I just I had an injury. I was prescribed Oxycontin. I yes. became addicted to Oxycontin. Yes. And now a, a year later, everybody in my family has kicked me out because I've stolen from all of them. I've wronged all of them and they, they can't be enablers of my addiction anymore. And I've been on the streets for six months, a year or whatever. And it's just, it's crazy how fast their life spirals. But you'd be surprised how many of them started by just going into the doctor's office with some sort of injury. I heard like it's one see- in 10. I heard it's one, and I don't know, I, I need to check that, but I heard it's one in 10 people get addicted who, who that's fucking nuts if that's true. Yeah, you guys can check that out. Uh, okay, 31, the world's greatest ass. Someone sent me this, and I just, I, I spent probably three minutes on this Instagram account for me, which is just crazy long time. 
This butt is fucking nuts. She's she. I think she has like six hundred or eight hundred thousand followers, and her whole thing is her ass. Do you think that's real? That she trans she did that. Yeah, I do. You could see the mutt like. So this is going to be back to my Academy of Art University Academy of Art days here with analysis of form. But you could see the indentation of the months the muscles. Yeah. And how they're moving and how they're formed like that. And it looks natural. Now she might be using a filter to maybe like smoothen it out or something. <clears throat> but yeah, that that looks 100% real. It is fu- that's like just a it's like one of those Dynamax balls. Scroll through. Scroll through and just look at go to her homepage and just look at uh, the shit she does. I mean, she's she's like the she's like the booty expert. Keep going. There's like a whole um like these workout routines. Can I play one of them? Yeah, hold yeah, yeah. Go ahead and play one. They're crazy. Oh, it's her dancing. Yeah, no, you'll see, you'll see one when you see it. You'll you'll oh, you'll know yeah. when you see one. Oh, she's got a whole keep keep going. There's <clears throat> some movement. There's some movement she does that like I've just never even seen before. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, no. No? no How do you no, want me to no, shoot? No, 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 keep going. Keep, okay. keep going. Oh, there it is. My t- top seven boot, uh, seven favorite booty exercises. Look at that one. I'm not seeing in, it. In the purple it. shorts on the left-hand side. Guide me. Got it. This one. This one? Yeah. That's here it. we go. Okay. Let's see if we can see some of these without the stutter. Donkey kicks with the ankle weight. You approve of that for making your butt bigger? Yeah. How about that? Yeah. It also does strengthen your hips. Great warm-ups, too, before squatting. Same with that. Little lateral movement. Not enough of it in CrossFit. God, I cannot believe her butt. Yeah, I like that one, too. It's almost like a hip airplane. And it's cool that she shows it before, because you would would just be like, she was born with that. There's no way. And she's got a great squat. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. This. So I started doing these, but without weight. Hey, maybe that's why your back's feeling better. Oh, maybe. Yeah. After I, I, I saw this about a month ago and I started doing those without, but with, I don't use any weight. I just yeah, like bring my hips up and squeeze my butt. That's kind of like a reverse hyper a little bit right there. Yeah. Fucking outstanding. How many followers does she have? Oh yeah. Keep going. Let's look at her butt one more time. Uh, okay. One more. You can see her whole ass. Go to that one. I wish I had more muscle. Mm, how am I not uh, seeing what you're Top seeing? right, top right, top right. Yeah, cues or mix a lot. Oh, of course, the the pictures like I should probably do those too. Yep, Bulgarian split squats. Jenna Delon, De, De, De Leon. crazy. Uh, how many followers does she have? Seven. Why did you have thirty minute segment on women's? But no, my mom's cool like that. My mom, my, I think my mom's like me. She appreciates all that. The body stuff, I think. She's out to dinner with my kids. Okay, world's greatest ass. I know there's a thousand world's greatest asses, but that's that's one of them that's tied for that. Um, uh, oh, uh, let, let's do number 32, and then we'll do 33. 33 is fun. 32 is a uh, college debt and taxes. Oh, I think this is crazy right here. Oh, yeah, this is great. Here we go. Action. I spend more time working on these cars than with my own family. I spend my days digging holes, cutting grass, and sweating. This is job number two today. So my customers aren't the only ones drinking coffee. I'm breaking my back out here for one reason. 
I want to pay off some other guy's debt. Biden's plan to pay other people's college loans using my tax dollars is a great idea. Biden's right. You should take my tax dollars to pay off your debts. My family will figure out how to get by with less. What's most important is we spare college graduates from any extra stress. Want to be a struggling artist? College is on me. My kids don't need fancy things like school supplies or new shoes. I work for you, theater major. This shift is for you, business major. Go buy yourself that new car. Enjoy your free ride. College is on me. Tell Congress, stop Biden's bailout for rich kids. Uh, uh, Trina from Australia, uh, are any more earth tremors? Earth tremors. <laughs> earth tremors. No. <laughs> None that I felt. Uh, so someone said, I, I don't I don't know anything really about the bailout program, but I did the Where's math on it real real quick using Google. It's a one point six trillion dollars in outstanding debt. I divided why do I have an echo? I'm talking I don't hear it. One point six trillion dollars in debt. And then I looked up how many taxpayers there were in the United States. I can't remember how much it was. It was like one hundred and forty eight thousand. So I divided 148,000 to 1.6 trillion and I got like $10,600 per person to pay. Now, earlier uh, in a previous show, I showed you that the average white guy in the United States makes like $60,000 a year and the average black guy or, or woman in the, uh, in, in the United States makes like $39,000 a year. So that – just to give you an idea of how much money people make. So they want you to give up 20 – that's before taxes. They they want they want uh, uh, people with black skin on average to give up twenty five percent of their income and white people to give up twenty percent of their income. If you, if you like if you like doing colored math, fucking jackasses. <laughs> it's always funny how many people think that the government will pay for stuff, not realizing that the government doesn't actually have any money. Right. <laughs> it's just tax dollars and debt borrowed from the future. Uh, number three, world record eye stuff. So this is a YouTube station. Uh, we oh, can boy, only play. We can only play uh, seven seconds at a time. Um, this guy has set the world record. You're not even going to believe this until you see it. Uh, uh, for making his eyes pop out of his head. So they measure from like the corner of his eye to like I guess the tip, tip of his pupil. I don't know, but if your eyes round to the furthest tip away and they measure that distance and that's who sets the uh, world record and they show two of the contestants, I, I would love to know how they did to do this. I wonder if everyone can do this and we just don't know how. Do we need sound for it? No. Okay. Absolutely not. Uh, at the 14 second mark, even if you can get one. Okay, let's see here. The the at the three minute mark, the, it's just a guy shooting. A guy shoots milk out of his eye. He drinks milk or shoves it up his nose, and then he can squirt it out of his eye, and like he can squirt it far. Oh, the, yeah! Human beings are amazing. Tomorrow we're gonna have a guy on who's cured himself of cancer. But but these people look what they can do. Let's uh, bring this up here. Let's see what we got. Okay, look at this guy. Uh, so go to fourteen seconds. Here we go. That was at fourteen. Okay, action. Oh my goodness. That's real. Oh. Is he pushing his eyeballs out or is he retracting his face? 
Oh. <laughs> that's crazy. So that's the world record holder. That's the furthest. I guess a bunch of people can do that. Like that can't um, be good for you though, right? Like there's I don't I don't it doesn't look like it's good for you. Like what happens if he does that one time and it just doesn't go back to normal? <laughs> like one of his eyes is still just stuck out there. Like that's not I don't like this show anymore. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, he, he had to have had some tendons cut. Okay, that's enough of that, the, the eyeball thing. Uh, th- okay. 34. Uh, Got it. Our friend, a, a, a common, oh, topic, common topic on this show, um, uh, Mr. Uh, Jorge, Jorge no. Floyd. Check oh, it. Check it. No George Floyd. Damn, two of, two of those posts that you put up there were taken down. Uh, number 35, um, how can this possibly be real? Oh, look at Spiegel's like, okay, I've had enough. <laughs> that's that's the gong from Spiegel, 1999. <laughs> Bring some masculinity. We need Rich to save this show. Rich has long gone to bed. The show cannot be saved. I appreciate you. Oh, bringing the, the bats. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> bats. Okay. Uh, this is project Veritas and this, the the irony is because we started this show saying how the city of New York has been told that they have to give everyone their jobs back for not getting the vaccine and, uh, and, and pay their back pay. And yet this is the like, uh, main assistant to the mayor of New York city. This is what they think of you. That that's why. All of you out there who are still Democrats, this these are your people. You have to get away from them. Start your own party. I don't care, but you have to get away from these people. These are these are these are horrible human beings. Wait, you hear what this guy says? I never say anything this bad ever. Action. Fourteen hundred people voluntarily quit their jobs rather than get vaccinated. They don't deserve their jobs back. They chose not to do a very, very normalist thing that like protects the rest of society. I don't give a shit. They're like, this is unfair. Pause, pause. Uh, 1,400 people voluntarily quit their job because they refused to get the vaccine. Not true. It's a very safe thing, he said. Not true. And then he said, fuck them. They made that decision. Play on, please. We're allowed to set the terms of employment, period. What's the mayor said? We're allowed to set the terms of employment. These are the fascists running with the gang looking for the fascists. This is the same group that spit on Alex Stein, calling Alex Stein a fascist. That's these people. This guy, this guy's in public office. In a second, you're going to hear him say, fuck those people. They had cush government jobs and they should have just taken the vaccine. Please play on. He said they quit. Why do they? Why should they get their jobs back? They quit. He's like, the city is out of control. It is not safe. And I'm like, you're right. He did a lot of stuff. 
as a police captain. Um, he was one of the loudest voices, like calling out various elements of the duty. Like the police captains' union didn't endorse him in the primary because he like had been really aggressive against them. The cops are mad at us though because we roll back the private sector mandate or rolling back the public sector mandate. Like public service employees still have to be man, uh, vaccinated, but we were requiring all private employers mandate vaccines as well. And we stopped doing that. So. Why? No, no. Who gives a shit? Like COVID's over. This Pause. is the short answer. Pause. The chick he met on Tinder said, why do the government employees still have to get vaccines and the the private sector don't? And he said, who gives a shit? COVID's over is the short answer. This is, was, the mayor's main assistant of the city of New York. Play, action. By the way, I know this should actually make some of the Canadians in the audience m- makes you wet. Sorry, I, 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 but but not me. Go on, action. Why are we still doing it for the public sector? I don't know. I have no sympathy for that. That was the rule. You had a very cushy government job. You could always go not work for the government. No Pause. one was required to get back. You have a cushy government job. Who cares why you had to get the vaccine? Just get it. No one was required to get the vaccine. God, oh man. I'm having bad thoughts about this man that I'm not proud of. Yes, I know it makes you Aussies moist too. It's fine. You're a good dude. Hey, did you see that, uh, Trina, did you see that clip? I don't know if you saw the clip that uh, Kim pulled of me crying. Posted. I was crazy. I was a mess. I love how uh, Sevon is directing a film on his own podcast. It, does does this? I the, I titled this. How is this real? Are, are do you what what do you Susan? Are you struggling with this? Like, can you believe this? Unfortunately, I can. I mean, we lived through it and we witnessed it. I was just hoping it would be like just more, more idiocy and more idiocy and less calculation. Every system is designed uh, perfectly how it's functioning. Oh, you sound like Andrew Hiller. There are no coincidences. I rarely, especially when it comes to uh, things of the government nature and everything else. He cry. He cry. He cries to his Tinder dates that I don't. That that I only called him twenty times today, and and he wishes I would have called him twenty five times. Dude, it's hard being Souza. Let me tell you, I call him like nonstop. <laughs> I enjoy it. Um. Okay, th- this will be the last thing. Then it's time for bed. Uh, we're, we'll go, go to. There's two thirty sixes. Let's do the second thirty six. This is. Are you old? Yeah, that was a Project Veritas oh, thing, Spiegel. You, yes. Is this a subscription thing? What do you got me going on here? Oh. Is it? Yeah, it's all like it's like opening up like my uh, Apple News and stuff here. Oh, that's okay. I, I think it's free. I think you can see it. Okay. Turn on personalized ads. Sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll do anything. Now they're, that what that means is we turned on your microphone and are going to listen to you talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all right. Tim and I are buddies. 
Um, uh, Simon um, Aguilar. They shouldn't rehire those. No, you know what they should do? They should fire 1,400 of the people who got the vaccine and, and bring those people in for standing their ground. This is um, not letting me share it. Okay, fine. Because it's on it's, it's on BuzzFeed. It was a fun. It was a fun piece. It was. I'm t- fuck. Because I'll, I'll I'll finish. All I got is that. Oh. I'll finish. It doesn't even matter. It was like, it was like stuff from the seventies, like in eighties, like all of our TVs used to have switch boxes on them. Like, so you switch it from like Atari to back mm-hmm. to the TV and you had to go yeah. back there and slide this thing. And it was like these cups that everyone has. I think my mom probably still has them. We had those couches. I mean, it's just, uh, it's crazy. I had the alarm clock that was in there. It's like, everyone had this, if you had this alarm clock, I was like, no shit. I had that. <laughs> I remember that TV at my grandpa's house. What say that again? I said that I remember that TV at my grandpa's house. The one where you slide the thing back and forth? Yeah. And then it only had like a few knobs and it would just like click over to the few couple of channels. Uh I'll leave you I'll leave you with this. Uh the smallest minority on earth is the individual. Those who deny the individual rights cannot claim to be defenders of minorities. Ayn Rand. Ayn Rand, Ayn Rand, Ayn Rand. Second time I read it on the show. Victoria Stump. I quit before I got fired, but don't think I would ever go back. The way they treated me as an unvaccinated nurse was horrible. Not to mention the patients. I remember that. I recommend everyone who tells me, should I quit my job when they're at a company that's failing? And I say, no. Very few people get to survive a sinking ship. Stay on. <laughs> Spiegel, chill. Chill, buddy. Chill. Like the third one. <laughs> chill. And run out of money. Okay, guys. Tomorrow morning at 7 a.m., uh, Chris Wark. Uh, he uh, cured himself of cancer 18 years ago. Author of five or six books. Uh, big, massive uh, YouTube station. Great following on Instagram. A spreader of just good lifestyle choices. What's interesting is I think he might be a vegan, which would be fun, uh, fun discussion. Mm. Um, and uh, after that, at 7 a.m. Oh, we didn't even get to run our commercial. Oh, damn. That's okay. Oh, what? What are you looking at now? Oh, I was just looking at my kids' uh, jujitsu tournament. Um, just moved location. Excuse me. I mean, pick my. Oh, name. is it closer to me? Are you in Stockton or something now? Since no God, I, if it is, I'm dropping out. Uh, too, too far. I, I would go. I would go to your town. I'd go to Livermore. I'm not going to Stockton though. Yeah, too far. It's another, too far. You got to stay yeah, at night. Another 45 minutes away from me. Uh, Chris Wark at 7 a.m. Ricky Gerard at 10:30 a.m. And then the Rogue Programming Show with uh, Jr. Howell, yep. Taylor Self, and yep. and. Ben Smith will be joining us. That was my drum roll. Did you like that there? I did like it. We don't mess around. Yeah. Uh, I do. Do I have a drum roll here? Let me see. No. We need to load that specter up. No. No. I don't have a drum. I just have some. You just have a bunch. Yeah, a bunch of hip hop in there. Just rap. (laughs) <laughs> okay guys thank you for tuning in i apologize that we had to move uh ricky uh once again i want to thank uh ashley oh, what, what's justin's wife's name ashley ashley yep i, I yep. want to thank ashley for giving us a heads up uh about 
uh, Ricky's plane. Um, we we do run an incredibly tight ship here, contrary to what might what you guys might think, and timing's tight and everything. So anyone who gives us insights into that, I it my time is so crazy valuable to me. So I appreciate it. Uh, hopefully we can get Justin Kotler on. Tell your husband I said hi, and to the rest of you, uh, good night. See you in the morning. Buenas tardes.